0: Yes, yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. You're now in tune to the Buffalo Blueprint. I'm your host, A Rich, Akeem Richens. If you don't know me by now, please get to know me. This is the Built in Buffalo Network. And I have two exciting gentlemen. Here with me today. I'm excited to be doing the show with these two gentlemen. I really love and respect their football acumen, uh BIB's Twitter moderators, and they just debuted their podcasts just last week. Both excellent podcasts. First off, I wanna I wanna say what's up to Eli Fox, uh, host of all day buffalo podcast one of our uh twitter moderators in the built uh built in buffalo family eli fox how you doing brother
1: i'm doing good man uh thanks for having me on uh it's been a blast doing twitter and everything but i'm i'm excited to start doing this type of stuff so pop uh, popped up and-
0: and you know what we we excited to have you and i'm interested to hear your take on the interesting topics the display of topics we have tonight i got my brother justice rafford back with me once again the host of the windchill factor what's going on bro
2: what's up uh man appreciate you having me on again you know so always a good time whenever we do this so so i'm looking forward to
0: most definitely most definitely i gotta shout some people out whoever is in tune to the Built in Buffalo, the Buffalo Blueprint. Please do not hesitate to smash that like button. Shout out my brother, Mr. Draper Jackson himself, who had an excellent show uh, just last night, Monday Night Mafia. What's going on, Draper J? How you doing? My, my sister Sophie's in the building. What's going on, Sophie? My brother Izzy's in the building. My brother I Am Mike is in the building. Dave, what's going on, bro? What's going on? Hello, Buffalo Bills fans. And it's a great time uh, to be a Bills fan, right? It's a great time. We are... A team on the rise, and we we now enter this, right? This right here is a Super Bowl window that we are entering, right? And we are in at time and in that phase. and I, I want to get right into it. Uh, let's let's jump right into right into some discussions. Uh, Brandon Bean was on the podcast with chris Collinsworth and and Richard Sherman, right? And how odd is that? Richard Sherman's still in the league. There's some speculations that Richard Sherman could be a, a good fit in Buffalo. And we have our GM that is on his podcast. That is some shit. How do you not get tampering on that <laughs> podcast? <laughs> I don't know. But nevertheless, uh, Brandon Bean has some quotables on there. And and one thing that stuck out to me was a quote was when Brandon Bean said, uh, so we're going to look at all avenues to try to not lose too many players. And still add talent. And that baffled me, right? When I when I when I listened to that, you don't want to lose too many players, and you still want to add talent. So the question of the day I have is how the hell does Brandon Bean expect to sign and retain players with only two million dollars in cap space? How the hell is that possible? Eli can you shed some light on how the hell Brandon Bean can get this done?
1: Uh, yeah um this one baffled me too for sure but um I, I the only thing i can really think of um the best way to do this is by uh restructuring as much as you can um yeah. going within house going to all the guys trying to figure out who will take the pay cuts um, <coughs> to, uh, yeah, take the most that pay cut that they can you know um, uh-huh. um and then just, Draft a lot of guys, you know, those draft guys, the guys, um, the rookies aren't going to be too expensive. So you have the money to pay for them. Look to restructure. And then you can look elsewhere in free agency if you have the extra money. And you know what?
0: I You know, what? I like that assessment. And when I seen this and when I heard this quote, I'm like, shit, well, Brandon Bean is going to have to make a lot of tough decisions. There are some guys that is under contract that's going to have to possibly be cut. And that's that's what I get when I when I read in between the lines of of, of that quote. Justice, your thoughts?
2: Um, you know what? It, it's uh, it's a, it's definitely a hefty task. But if there's anybody that's earned the benefit of the doubt. I think is Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott for that matter. I think they work so well together as a team. Uh, Sean McDermott puts the guys in the right places to you know succeed, and Brandon Bean puts the right pieces on the field. So uh, I, I have complete faith in them, honestly, until they give me a reason not to. Um, yeah, I, I feel like they can get it done. And and, and the thing about it is that people want to come to Buffalo and they want to play for Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean because they can see the culture that's being built. It's not necessarily about, you know, how, you know, cold Buffalo is anymore. There's, you know, a winning mentality and a winning culture here now. So I think that uh, there may be some sacrifices that will more willingly be made than in you know in the past.
0: And you know what? Uh, that's absolutely right. You know, there's there's going to have to be some tough decisions, and we know that uh, the golden standard right now is is the Kansas City Chiefs. The Kansas City Chiefs they beat us in the AFC title game. Uh, Brandon being alluded to after the season that. The Buffalo Bills are still not a Super Bowl team as of yet. So we're going to have to take the necessary steps to become that hopeful Super Bowl team that we want to be And for orders in order for us to do that. We're going to have to make some tough decisions and some players may have to be cut in order for us to take that next step in our process. And that's the Super Bowl. I want to get some thoughts. Um, Mr. Wick. Mr. Wig, they haven't even started yet. Bean is definitely going to make room. They cannot sit back while other teams make moves to win. Uh I, I definitely, definitely agree with that. I definitely agree with that. Especially at this time, right? This this is a free agency like no other. Uh, we have the pandemic going on. There's a lot of teams that don't have the cap flexibility to retain a lot of players. And because of that, they're going to ha- there are going to be a lot of good players getting cut and possibly a lot of good players uh, taking contracts a lot less than they would probably normally take than it would be a, a, a natural season, a regular season. I want to throw a, a curveball at my guest tonight because I didn't inform them. <laughs> Uh, on this question, uh, I want to get—I want to get your thoughts on how the Buffalo Bills. I want to get your thoughts on how the Buffalo Bills will attack the draft. Is it possible that uh, we could trade back, or do you see it as? Uh, a draft where we can possibly trade up and get our guy because it could be a crapshoot, this NFL draft, based on the stipulations these college players had to play with. Justice, I want to get your thoughts first.
2: Well, honestly, at this point, we're a really good team uh, for the first time in a really long time. So we are drafting, and honestly, we're really deep you know, for the talent that we have on our roster at uh, a lot of positions where we're deep and we only need to plug a few holes. I kind of think that we need talent at this point. We need, you know, because we're not very top heavy. We you know, we have a few really good players and then like a, a lot of kind of above average to average players. Right. Um, so I feel like we need a lot more talent. It, 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 it need the roster needs to be infused with like a playmaker of some sort. So, honestly, I wouldn't be opposed to packaging a couple picks and moving up uh, Mm. to get a really, really good player that can Mm. be a difference maker on either side of the ball, honestly. Uh, Yeah, that's where I would go, personally.
0: Okay, I like it.
2: I like it. Eli, your thoughts?
1: Uh, I totally agree with you, Justice, on that. Um, I think having that playmaker presence um, is something kind of that the Bills have been lacking a little bit. And I think I saw that, uh, the best example of that, was in Trey White. When we got Trey White and he hopped on the field and it was just electrifying, you know, like he was that type of guy. He he danced all the time, he was having fun. He was like that swag type player uh, and the, the playmaker on the field. So I think we could, we, if we could trade up um, and get another guy in that same realm, uh, that would be really big for the
0: Bills. I think so as well. Thomas Cook, Thomas Cook says, John Brown needs to be restructured uh needs to restructure his contract or I say cut him. Um that's very interesting, Thomas Cook. Very interesting. We'll get into that a little bit later. We're not gonna we're not gonna forget about that. Mr. Wick, Buffalo needs a running back one tight end one O-line and O line to protect uh Josh Allen, which is very important. I definitely agree. I, I definitely agree. Uh Eli, do you think the Buffalo Bills need a, a running back one per se? Or uh, do you how, how do you feel about the running back position? Do you think they need a better player at the running back position, or are you okay with Motor Singletary and Zach Moss?
1: Um, I'm okay with Motor Singletary and Zach Moss for sure. Okay. I, I think this is more of an O line thing that we've got going on. I think a lot of the, the 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 poor running had to do with kind of the movement along the line. You remember, like the, during the middle of the season, we couldn't like nail down a, a true starting five up front um and 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 everyone was moving around there was no like true chemistry so I think if we could get our guys uh solidify that group and then have Singletary and Moss rotating like they were I see no problem in our running game
0: Nice nice justice what's your what's your take on the on the tight end one position do you feel that we need to get a be be a upgrade on, on the tight end one position or do you feel that uh getting another tight end would possibly take away reps from Diggs and take away reps from Beasley therefore i would roll with Knox another year give me your take on the tight
2: end position um well th- another reason that i would package a couple picks and maybe go up and get a better player is because At my tight end, I'm honestly really happy with Knox. I don't think he's a a tight end one yet, but I think he's going to be a beast one day. So I feel like if you have a a veteran come in and just give him a year and, and, you know, just be a good football player as the tight end one, show Knox how to do it, I believe Knox can step up. Same with defensive end. I don't really want to draft another one um, unless he's like a dominant player. And I don't think we – unless we trade it up to get one – I don't think we'd be able to get one. Um, so, yeah, I, I say go out and get a tight end uh, and and kind of let him show Dawson Knox the ropes because Dawson Knox has all the tools to be great.
0: I And I agree 100 percent. I agree 100 percent. It all depends. And and it's interesting. You said to get another tight end to groom him. What kind of tight end was that is that another tight end to groom him would probably be a, a, a older tight end. Uh, mm-hmm. a, a guy that has a, a lot of experience and, and and some and some wisdom to give off, like some Jared, like a Jared Cook. That's what I think about when I when when I think about molding Dawson Knox. Because a guy like John o. Smith is going to come in and get his. He's not teaching uh, Knox a goddamn thing. <laughs> 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 John yeah. Smith is going to come in and he's going to get his and he's going to improve uh, the tight end situation. So I like that. It's, it's definitely definitely a, a interesting take, but. I want to move on. I want to move on. I am Mike. I see you. I see you, I am Mike. I want to move on and and switch gears right quick, right? Because uh the Buffalo Bills in my opinion are in their Super Bowl window and when I'm in my Super Bowl window, I think about protecting my prized possessions right i want to protect my prize possessions and i'll get into what i mean a little bit later but i want to talk about the backup quarterback position are the buffalo bills or can the buffalo bills afford to upgrade the backup quarterback position because i feel that's not being talked about as much as it should justice
2: well i like Mike barkley as the backup honestly But as far as like a designated survivor situation, if we were to need another one of those this year due to COVID, I think we could get a a better, you know, a a better, a more talented quarterback uh, that could take over that role should something happen with Josh or Matt. I don't necessarily like Matt Barkley, like his talent level going forward as a backup quarterback, but I do like what he's, how, how he's been able to help Josh I wouldn't really want to change too much about Jackson's situation. I just want him to keep developing and keep growing as he, as he has been doing over the last three years because whatever they've been doing has been working. So <laughs> Dorsey, Dabo, uh, Barkley, I I don't really want to mess with that too much.
0: You but don't, you don't, a, better, a better
2: designated survivor.
0: Better designated survivor. I like it. I, I, I like how you put that. Your thoughts, Eli?
1: Um, I agree with you, Justice. I, I like Barkley at backup. Uh, he knows the system, too. I don't, I don't really want to like, you know, like you were saying, I don't want to mess with that QB room. Um, if that can stay intact as much as it can, I think then if anything happens to Allen, you can kind of lean more towards future success. Um, but the backup's also not supposed to be the guy that's going to win you 11, 12 games in a season, you know, uh, like we saw that with Matt Castle, but that was something that you never see. So, um, I think just having Barkley as the game manager, um, and him knowing the game plan is 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 what we have Barkley for. And if we can pay him, we should pay him. Yeah, he's oh, just a buffalo.
0: Yeah. He is. <laughs> Yo, yeah. I, he he is when when we think about culture, Matt Barkley is a part of that, right? He's a part yeah, of that. His absolutely. family's a part of that. His wife is a part of that. Brandon Bean, he alluded to that in the in the uh end of the conference, end of the season press conference. So he's a big part of that culture-wise. For me, that is not good enough. Uh, I, I have to call a spade a spade. I don't think Matt Barkley is going anywhere. I think Matt Barkley wants to remain with the Buffalo Bills. I'm not sure how much interest Matt Barkley will have, but I think he he's found a home and he loves the Buffalo Bills. And I think he would take any contract the Buffalo Bills would offer him. So because I know that I'm going to wait a while on Matt Barkley, even in a year where there, where there is limited cap flexibility, uh, I still believe the Buffalo Bills should try to invest some money and try to upgrade the backup quarterback position. We have to evaluate the situation here. Josh Allen is a goon. <laughs> Josh Allen is a certified goon <laughs> that, that wants to win. And sometimes He's going to put his body in harm's way. We are in a Super Bowl window. If Josh Allen, God forbid, gets hurt for a significant amount of time, Matt Barkley cannot sustain that success. I don't think Matt Barkley can keep us up afloat if Josh Allen is hurt, God forbid, six to eight weeks, right? So me personally, while we in the Super Bowl window, I don't want to waste the talents. Uh, I would go ahead and, and try to Uh, upgrade that position. I can make an argument that the backup quarterback position is just as important as the number two cornerback position. Let me say that again. I can make an argument (laughs) that the backup quarterback position is just as important as the number two cornerback position. We've been playing with the number two cornerback position for some years now. We haven't solidified that spot. Uh, We still want... A cornerstone cornerstone to go with the rest of our secondary for the foreseeable future, and we haven't got that guy yet. We've been toying with the cornerback position, but we still paid Vontae Davis $5 million. We still paid Josh Norman $6 million. We didn't get any type of return on any of those investments. Why not go ahead and pay $5 million to a backup quarterback? And salvage that season and keep that Super Bowl window alive just in case, God forbid, our prized possession gets hurt. Don't you drive when you drive? Don't you have car insurance? Don't you have insurance on your phone? <laughs> don't don't people that have homes have insurance on their house? Why not have insurance on our prized possession, which is our quarterback, during our Super Bowl window? I want to get some people's thoughts on that. All about the bills. Our backup quarterback is just is just a cheerleader. I think we I think we draft one. I think Matt, Matt Jones will fall in the fourth. Can we afford that though? Can we afford it? Can Matt Jones? We draft Matt Jones in the fourth round as a rookie. Josh Allen gets hurt. Can he keep the team afloat? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if he could keep the team afloat. Uh, let me get some more thoughts in here, Mr. Wick, Dave Myers, Earth's definitely B. I love I love Henry Hunter. I, I I love both also. It is not wrong a rich not wrong, uh, Mister Wig, Allen is a beast, very durable, uh, very durable. I I definitely agree. He's definitely a beast, but you never know what may happen. He had a concussion a couple years ago against uh, against the, against the uh, New England Patriots, right? Patriots. Uh, yeah. A, a couple years before that, he had an injury. He went down. And he hurt injury. his shoulder. He, he hurt his shoulder. He hurt his elbow. Last elbow, year, yeah. Last year, he kind of had an injury. and He fought through it, right? So it, it, he's durable, but it's still a combat sport, and 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 you never know. You, you definitely never know. Um, Dave Myers backups are, are backups for a reason. Backups <laughs> are backups. For, backups are definitely backups for a reason. But again, how important is this window for the Buffalo Bills? I want to go ahead and I want to give three names. I want to give three quarterback ideas out there, because in my opinion, I would pay a quarterback four or five million dollars as a backup. I want to get your thoughts on on a couple of quarterbacks and are they possibly or would you see them uh, in a Buffalo Bills uniform? And let me start with, I think, a fan favorite. (laughs) Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan Fitzpatrick in Miami signed a two-year, $11 million deal for the Miami Dolphins. Two-year, $11 million deal. He was getting paid $5.5 million per season. You wouldn't pay Ryan Fitzpatrick $4 million? to be a backup. I want to get some thoughts. Eli, how do you feel about Ryan Fitzpatrick?
1: If we have $4 million to spend on Ryan Fitzpatrick, by all means, I would love to see him back in a Bill's uniform. Uh, he He's he's Buffalo through and through. So I, I would totally love to see that.
0: Love to see it. Uh, Justice, your thoughts on Ryan Fitzpatrick? Uh,
2: I, obviously, you know, Byron Fitzpatrick is... You know, a Buffalo legend. Uh So yeah, definitely would like to see him back in the Bills uniform if at all possible. Um, I think that if you were going to do that, then chances are John Brown is gone. Uh, and I think that because Josh was injured both of his first two seasons in the league last year, he uh ran a little bit less, so he didn't quite get the same injury, but he did have a, a couple of scary moments. So, um, Honestly, I would love to see Ryan Fitzpatrick. If he were to stay you know, and, and play another year, I would love to see him back in Buffalo.
0: I mean, so you mean to tell me that Tyler mm-hmm. M- Medikevich is more important than the backup quarterback position? Tyler Medikevich got paid two years, $7 million, $3.5 million per season for Tyler mm-hmm. Medikevich but we but we're talking about we don't want to overpay for a backup quarterback. Hey, that it's it just it's it's baffling to me. Let me throw another guy out here and I want to get I want to get your thoughts on um on this other quarterback that uh I wouldn't mind seeing coming to Buffalo if the price was right. Uh let me get your thoughts. <laughs> Mitchell Trubisky. What's your thoughts on Mitchell Trubisky? Everybody say he didn't live up to expectations. He wasn't that guy with the Chicago Bears. When I look at his his record, he's twenty nine and twenty one as a starter, right? He's not gonna he's not gonna get paid that high contract. I saw Jameis Winston get paid a million dollars last year. I saw Cam Newton get paid a million dollars last year. If Trubisky is available, uh, would you take a flyer on Mitchell Trubisky? Any one of y'all who want to take this first?
2: Uh, I could go first. Go ahead, Justice. Um, I kind of feel like Mitchell Jabisky is a homeless man as Josh Allen, so. Um, Ooh. I, okay. I, I, I feel like he <laughs> has some of the tools or some similarities. He doesn't quite do anything as high of a level as Josh, obviously, but he can do similar things. Like you know, he's he's known for making making magic sometimes. Um, so uh, I feel like it would our offense wouldn't have to change like too much, but I don't know if he would be like a upgrade over Matt Barkley. Who's already have, uh, because I feel like that would be detrimental to Josh's progress. That's that's why, because I feel like it would be detrimental to Josh's progress. I don't think Mitchell Trubisky has anything for Josh to help him grow. So, uh, you know, I would much rather keep making my starting quarterback better uh, you know, and and use a roster spot for somebody to mentor him, rather than to have somebody who's not nearly as good of him come in in case something happens. In case which case we will probably still lose.
0: Eli, thoughts on Mitch?
1: I think I think Mitchell Trubisky's a he, he's good backup talent. You know, he's not. I don't think he's a good starter in the league um, at this point. Right. But um, I, I kind of like the, the Josh Allen comparison. He is like a, the free version of Josh Allen, you know, like if you're on the App Store <laughs> and, and you can download one of the two, Josh Allen's the one you got to pay for. Yeah,
0: um, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. I like it. I like
1: it. But, um, yeah, I mean, if he was the backup, I think that'd be a, a, an upgrade skill-wise um, from Matt Barkley at backup. But like Justin said, I, I don't think he adds anything to the QB room. Um, and it, yeah, it, exactly. it only takes anything. It only takes something away. So
0: so you yeah. think, you so y'all think Matt Barkley is just as good as Mitchell Trubisky is what you're telling me.
2: I don't think he's just as good, but I think he is better for the Buffalo Bills mm. overall. Yeah. He nets better, you know, uh, rather than just bringing in a quarterback just in case something happens and he kind of takes away from the, locker, the uh, QB room. I don't want that at all. And Dave Myers, Dave Myers,
0: I think me and me and him, we kind of share the same brain sometimes. Josh is an MVP candidate. He's done getting tutored. I agree with that 100 percent. I'm not I'm not necessarily thinking about uh, getting tutored from a player. I'm thinking about him getting tutored by Palmer uh, in the offseason by Dorsey and his coaches. As far as another player, I'm not thinking about tutelage. I'm thinking about upgrade in case Josh Allen go down. I'm thinking about better player to keep the Buffalo Bills afloat and better player to keep the Buffalo Bills championship window open just in case God forbid Josh Allen goes down and I want to give uh another Can I name sponsor real
2: quick. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Just um Josh is an MVP candidate. And Josh is an MVP candidate because he is the most gifted quarterback in the league physically. And not only that, but he's brilliant and he can you know fix his mistakes very easily but he still does make mistakes he still has room to grow as a quarterback as a like a football player as a quarterback he has room to grow and i think once he reaches his full potential he's the best quarterback of all time potentially so i don't think he's there yet so i wouldn't mind him getting tutored a little bit more so i don't want to say it derogatorily or anything as if like he doesn't know what he's doing or anything like that but i do think there's room to grow
0: I, you know what? I, I like the assessment. Once again, A. Rich, Akeem Richens, This is the Buffalo blueprint. I got Eli Fuck, Eli Fox, Justice Rafford with me. Smash that like button, and I want to get uh, to another guy. My last guy. Um, and when I th- when I thought of these quarterbacks, See, I
2: Izzy agree with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: You and Izzy share that same brain, right?
2: <laughs> that's, that's
0: what we've been talking about a lot. You and Izzy share that same brain. I want to get to my last guy because I I think. When I think about this guy, I, I think about guys that can deliver the football. And this guy had uh, 5,000 yards and 30 touchdowns. Uh, <laughs> Jameis Winston, he was on the New Orleans Saints for a little over a million dollars. A little over a million dollars. You wouldn't pay three to four million dollars to have Jameis Winston be the backup uh, quarterback for the Buffalo Bills. I see Justice Rafford, You look like you excited. You got excited when you saw Justice uh Jameis uh uh uh, Jameis Jameis Winston. Give me your thoughts.
2: If we can have Jameis Winston on our roster for less than four five million dollars, sign me up. Okay. As a backup, are you kidding me? Look, man, I I know that you know Jameis threw 30 interceptions and I get it. He's very you know turnover prone. But honestly, I believe it when I say. They said that his eyesight was bad and he got LASIK surgery. I, I believe it, you know, because he looked like he didn't know who he was throwing to sometimes. <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah. So I think now that his vision is better, he can be a better quarterback in a good system. You know, Tampa Bay, Bruce Arians has, you know, kind of a reputation of letting his quarterbacks just go wild and throw deep balls all the, all the time. Uh, that's not really where our offense is it's more calculated and the deep balls are more calculated. Um, and I think that Jameis could do the job if he was called upon.
0: You know what? I, I, I definitely agree. And that's why I have him as one of my three quarterbacks that I would like to look at for upgrade. And if I can't get one of these three quarterbacks, then I would say, you know what? Barkley, come back for another round. But I would definitely look at these three quarterbacks first. I want to get Eli Fox. Your thoughts, Jameis Winston.
1: Uh, I like this one. Uh, I I, I, didn't, I didn't see this one coming. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't honestly <laughs> know that this was even an option, um, but. He actually looked pretty good on the Saints uh, whenever he did come in. And like Justice was saying, he definitely did get LASIK eye surgery because you could tell that it seemed like he was um, a little bit more improved than when he played on Tampa. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, there was even a point in the Saints season where it looked like Jameis probably should have been starting, you know, like especially when Taysom Hill was in and Drew Brees at some point was just kind of not the same Drew Brees we've always known him to be. So I, I I even think he could be a good starting talent. I think New England is yeah. probably mm-hmm. going to look at him. Um, so we would have to try and keep him away. Okay. Me. But um because they're not I, – I, they shouldn't bring Cam Newton back, uh, but it, it, especially if they can get a guy like Jameis. But um we're not talking about the Pats. I don't want to talk about them. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, Jameis would be a good option for sure.
0: Most definitely, most definitely. A uh, shout out, Brooke for the super chat. Barkley gives Allen a common sense, if that makes sense. And sorry I'm late. I actually bad, gave a damn about the about the Sabres. Uh and you know, right? You know what? That that does make sense. That does make sense. And yes, you are one of the few that still give a damn about the Sabres. But that's <laughs> that's beside the point. Uh that definitely does make sense. Uh Josh Allen and, and Matt Barkley are definitely uh definitely developed a relationship, right? Josh Allen, Matt Barkley. Uh, Josh Allen's family, uh, Matt Barkley's family. I'm pretty sure they got along well and it's a cultural fit. It's a cultural fit. So uh, I, I'm not opposed to Matt Barkley and I think that uh, we're in a good position with him. I think that he loves the city of Buffalo and loves the team and loves the culture. So I think we can weigh our options uh, before ultimately deciding to go back uh, to Matt Barkley. That's just my thoughts. Let me see if I get some more comments before we move on. Mr. Wick loves Winston. Loves Winston if he can get for two mil, uh,
1: <laughs>
0: Kyle Klein. <laughs> we have chicken. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is true. But the way he suck his fingers, uh, what he doing the W? He he Even looked w. like he like chicken wings. <laughs> yeah. He he looked like he like whatever. So, uh, uh, excellent comment though, Sheldon. What's going on, Sheldon Cole? Ryan Fitzpatrick might be uh, slightly better. Thoughts? And we talked about Ryan Fitzpatrick. Better um, than who? Slightly better. Uh That a good question. Better than uh, Jameis Winston. I think um, Jameis
2: is going to be the next Ryan Fitzpatrick after Ryan. Uh, that, that's I mean, journey-wise,
0: yeah. like he'll just play yeah. for the team, yeah. yeah, I can see that. I can see that. And and the interesting thing about Jameis Winston is the turnovers. Was it him? Is it laser eye surgery? We, we're we going to see about that. If he gets an extended opportunity to play and gets exactly. another job as, as, as a starter in this NFL, we'll definitely see. Uh, see what my brother Dave says. What is Matt Barkley showing Josh Allen? He already owns the locker room and prepares like no other. He's one of the smartest QBs in the league. I De- uh, definitely agree. 37 on his Wonder league. Thirty-seven on his wonder League. Uh, not by a lot. Sheldon Cole says not by a lot. Dave, uh, any of these guys more exp- or more experienced than Matt? Uh, just as, have just as much experience, and I think they have more talent. Uh, G-Long, video guy. That's insane value. That's insane value. We're going to see what happens. It's going to be a crazy free agency. It's going to be a crazy free agency. Thomas Cook says he likes Jameis Winston. Sheldon Cole says Barkley is capable. We're going to see. It's possible. Capable of what? Do you feel that Matt Barkley is capable of keeping the Buffalo Bills afloat if Josh Allen gets hurt for an extended period of time? Six weeks. What can be?
2: Go ahead, Justice. I don't trust him for an extended period of time. But, you know, in the second half of fourth quarter versus Miami, he wasn't bad. <laughs> at all. Yeah, he let it up. You know? When when he played the Jets that one week, he wasn't bad at all.
0: Right, right. But the, and those were the two those were the two times I know for sure Barkley wasn't bad, but what's the time span between those games?
2: No, I'm I'm just saying, <laughs> no, I, I agree with you. I, I don't think she's necessarily talented, but all I know is every time I hear Jock, I'm sorry, every time I hear Josh speaks, he's talking about what Matt Barkley brings to the quarterback room. So right. if he praises Matt Barkley so high, like clearly there's something there in exchange between the two that mm-hmm. is improving and is good for Josh that he likes. So that's 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 basically my my explanation for
0: that. Shout out to Brooke once again. Two dollar super chat. Uh, besides who doesn't like Bitcoin Barkley? We all we all love we all love uh, Bitcoin Barkley. We all love Barkley. We all love his presence. And we're going to see what happens Uh, within the quarterback room. But I definitely think that the Buffalo Bills should look into a possible upgrade if they see fit and if it's a part of their uh, financial strategy. But I want to move on. Uh, We had some news today. Uh, Mitch Morse. Mitch Morse uh, restructured his contract, saves about $2 million for the Buffalo Bills in cap space. Um, Did you ever... Uh, Eli feel that Mitch Morse uh, possibly could have been a cut casualty for the Buffalo Bills. Uh,
1: I definitely saw some talk about it. I, I I always thought of him as someone that would want to stay. Um, so I, I'm not going to say that I saw this coming by any means. But um, I love that he took the pay cut too. I mean, the you you want to see that in the in the team that you have and the guys that you already have on the team um, mm-hmm. that they're willing to to make this team better if it means that they're going to make a little bit less money. Um, So I thought that was really cool. Um, Obviously I didn't see it coming, Mm -hmm. but um, Mitch Morris is definitely that guy for that.
0: Now I've been hearing a lot of talks like throughout the season and even in this off season, it's like, cut mitch morrison and, and and sign back john feliciano and make Fee, uh john feliciano a center and i'm like hold no. on man <laughs> and i'm no. like hold on man as much as i love john feliciano i yeah. don't think that uh he's a better center than mitch morse Just as your thoughts on mitch morse restructuring his contract
2: oh no john feliciano for sure isn't a better center than mitch morris but Um, I I like it, you know, Mitch, uh, according to Sal, you know, he said that there was no ultimatum as far as, um, them telling him to restructure or he would be a cut casualty. Um, so I don't have any reason to believe that he would have been, obviously it sounds like it would have made sense, but I'm not going to speculate because he is back on the team and I'm, I'm happy for it. I feel like we are better for it. So I'm happy with it.
0: Yeah, uh, I like it as well. I like it as well. I think that uh, Mitch Morse really struggled because of who was playing in between him. Uh, it, it was just a lot of responsibility, as, as it is as a center. You, you're, you have to be the communicator on that offensive line. You have to recognize uh, the type of players in front of you. You got to rep- recognize the type of talent that's in front of you. You got to recognize your own protections. You have to get the snap between you and the quarterback. And with all those responsibilities, I just felt that bad guard play really hampered. Uh, Mitch Morse game. I want to see Mitch Morse get back to two years ago when he was that athletic center, uh, getting out into space, pulling, getting to the second level, and and making blocks and and uh, making our running game better that way. Um, I like the 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 willingness of Mitch Morse to restructure his contract because he understands that the Buffalo Bills are indeed in a Super Bowl window. He understands that shit. I left Kansas City. And they won a Super Bowl. I'm not going to leave here and watch <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Buffalo Bills win a win a Super Bowl. I'm not going to have that bad omen on me. So uh, I, I, I like the I like the restructure restructure of of Mitch Morrison. I think he's a, a smart man, very smart man. Let me get some comments. Yes, uh, Brooke, Dave Myers. I tell you, I tell you my story with my wisdom too. yeah, wisdom two stories. Uh, Dave Myers. He finally got his wisdom teeth removed. Hopefully we can we can get back. Dave Myers on the broadcast sooner rather than later. I know it's 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 a crazy feeling. Uh that wisdom tooth. I got my wisdom tooth pulled uh the day before Thanksgiving in a backyard. I and I, I don't even want to go in I, I don't even wanna go into it, but you can you can only imagine getting getting your wisdom tooth in the backyard, uh white sheets everywhere it was crazy. But uh, I hope, uh, <laughs> I hope Dave Myers get well soon, get back soon, and uh, can't wait to have you back, Mike. We'll draft Wyatt Davis or Trey Smith or even both. Make John Feliciano compete with Cody Ford for a roster spot. And Mike, you're going to segue me into something because Deion Dawkins looks like he has a fascination for this guy right here, Richie Incognito. Richie Incognito was uh, released by the Las Vegas Raiders, and Deion Dawkins immediately tweeted that uh, he misses Richie Incognito. So I have a question. I want to pose a question to Eli first, then I want to go to Justice, and then I want to get the people's comments. If you could choose one player to have, who would it be? Richie Incognito or John Feliciano, and why?
1: All right, um, I'm taking Feliciano. Really? Yeah, I am. I I, I like him because he's younger. I like him because he's already on the team and he's he's good with the guys. I think Richie Incognito has a quite the track uh, track record of not being good with his teammates. I don't know if he's cleaned that up in the in recent years. Mm-hmm. Um, but Feliciano, 29. Incognito is like 37 or something.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yep.
1: So. You know, I, 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 I see more promise in youth, I think. Um, and especially for this offensive line, I, because I, that comment that just showed up, uh, I think by Mike about um, Wyatt Davis. That's one of my right. targets for sure in the draft. Um, but if I got to pick one or the other, it's definitely um, Feliciano. And I don't I, I didn't know that, or I forgot that Dawkins played with um, Incognito.
0: Yeah, so, when he first came in. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Justice Feliciano Incognito, your thoughts.
2: I, I kind of feel like it, it depends on if you draft a, a lineman high, because if you do draft a lineman high, I feel like you you bring in Felicia. I'm sorry, you bring in um, inc- Incognito. Uh, incognito. Overall, last year for the Raiders, he didn't play as much as the other linemen, but he was. If you if you take out like snap count and everything, and just straight, you know. Uh, Great, you know, run block grades. He was the best lineman for the Raiders. He had an 82.7 pass grade and an 82 run grade. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I feel like he again, kind of like the tight end role. And you know, I, I feel like we have a lot of young talent that just needs to be honed and and you know, and and uh, you know, so that they can, can become better. I feel like he could be a mentor for this young lineman. Um, and I feel like more so than. Uh, feliciano because it it kind of seems like just just from his uh actions on like twitter and whatnot it kind of seems like he's just he's looking for more money and not necessarily trying to make the team better or whatever the case may be um so you know he did have seven pressures in the afc championship game uh-huh. uh you know um and i love him i like him um but It really depends on if for me, if you're going to draft a guy, because if you're going to draft a guy, I feel like you bring an incognito for a year, real cheap, he can alternate with the rookie, he can show the rookie the ropes. And who would you rather have show the rookie the ropes than a big, mean guy like incognito, uh, you know, versus uh, Feliciano, if you're going to bring him back, hopefully it would be for the long run, and hopefully he can, you know, be better than what he was, because I believe he had like a 46.6 46.4 46.6 46.4 pass
0: grade
2: this year. So, mm-hmm. whole, uh, who was that?
0: Who, who was that? Who that, that was Feliciano? Yeah, P, uh, PFF.
1: Do you think that has to do with the way that he was like changing position for like straight? You know, like I don't know that I'm not like the biggest Feliciano guy ever, but uh, <laughs> right. I, I, yeah, but I definitely think that has to do something with that. Um, but yeah, no, incognito, there's some good. There's some good traits to him, for sure.
0: Now, now when I look at this, I'm thinking now, I'm, I'm age aside, right? Because at the end of the day, none of these guys are, are, are cornerstone or franchise guys for the Buffalo Bills. I look at both of these guys as as stopping gaps for the yeah. position, right, at the end of the day. So I'm going to so – Feliciano, I'm, too. So Feliciano, too, because honestly, I think – He's average at best and I think he's a little below average. I think Feliciano, I love him. I love his personality. I think he's a nice guy, but putting my feelings aside and rating and, and ranking the player only, he's a little bit below average. John Feliciano. So if I, if I'm thinking about a better player right now, I might go Richie Incognito if I had to choose. If I'm thinking about overall better player I think Richie Incognito, when healthy, is the overall better player. And regardless of who I pick between these two, I'm still going to get a guard in the draft. I'm still going to address that situation because, like I said, these guys are stopgats. I'm looking for a guy for the foreseeable future. So right. I'm still going to try to get... Uh, uh, a Rashawn Slater from Northwestern if he was to be available. I'm still going to try to get a Wyatt Davis from Ohio State if he was available. I'm still going to try to get a Trey Smith from Tennessee if he was available. So um, I would definitely try to attack a uh, free agency and get one of these guys or another guy, possibly D- Gabe Jackson and double dip in the draft as well because at the end of the day uh we're going to go as far as our quarterback can take us and our quarterback can take us only as far as our offensive line let him take us so uh that's how i see uh that situation i want to get some uh some some fan
2: feedback go ahead the only thing about that is Feliciano is actively asking for more money, it seems like, because, you know, even a couple of weeks ago on Twitter, you know, he was just talking about, oh, well, that's what happens when you run the ball. And, you know, clearly he's not happy with the way things are going. And not only that, but a couple of days ago, he tweeted 12 games, no sex. Clearly, mm-hmm. he's looking for some support, mm-hmm. uh, you know, mm-hmm. fans or whatever that may be, which to me says he's asking for money. Which to me also says if you're going to draft somebody, you don't want to have to pay him mm-hmm. like a starter if he's right. not going to be your starter.
0: Right, right. And who knows? Maybe may, may the cheaper option may be the better option, right? Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, Thomas Cook says uh, Richie Incognito will be back in Buffalo. Watch. We'll definitely see. We'll definitely like see it. Sheldon Cole says 60s is just solid, solid enough for a restructure, which helps the team. Definitely, rest- uh, Definitely will help the team. Save $2 million in cash base. Uh, cutting Morse would have been a terrible mistake, in my opinion. There's, there's too many question marks at guard and right tackle to add another hole. Agree Very with you. Definitely.
1: Definitely. Very true. Very
0: true. Very true. Excellent. Very excellent, true. excellent comment, Danny Garris. Kyle, Deion Dawkins, Incarnito. Yep. They had that relationship. Uh, Brooke, I have to tell you my story. I read that already. My bad. My bad. Let me see if I can get some more. Um, Sheldon Cole says a true guard is a true guard is needed. Definitely agree, sure. man. Definitely agree. I, and, and if we have one, if if one is available in that NFL draft, I really think we should we should look at that situation. I know it's not the sexy pick, I know it's not the flashy pick, but it may be the necessary pick. Kyler, incognito because of veteran aspect, he will help. He'll help out everyone around him, especially Dion. Dion has progressed substantially uh, since he was last with Richie, so I feel it can be. Can be true. that step we need to take and win a championship. If healthy, Richie Incognito only played two games last year. Played two games last year is thirty-seven years of age. Uh, I know at that age, I don't play football, and I wake <laughs> up and I don't do nothing, and something hurts. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, we have to definitely take uh, all those things in the, in the, into consideration. Not a dual guy, but a true guard, most definitely is. Sometimes the truth is a, the truth is amazing. Uh Lewis, who's who's gonna be that guy on the edge? A disruptive player that gets to the quarterback. Okay. This one throws us off topic a little bit, right? But the people the people ask and we deliver, right? So when we're (laughs) thinking about an edge guy, right? We had JJ Watt, and people always people have been talking, hey, the Buffalo Bills (laughs) don't have no money, but we tried to get JJ Watt, right? Uh he went to the Arizona Cardinals.
2: Thank
0: goodness. Um, Justice. I'm going to start with you because you because you opened up your mouth first, so I'm going to start with you. <laughs> we, 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 we have we have Yannick Ngakwe. We have uh, Trey Hendrickson. We have uh, Jav- uh, Javadian Clowney. Bud Dupree. We have some interesting edge Russian prospects out there. Who would be your go-to?
2: Carl Lawson. Hands down. I want Carl Lawson more than I want anybody else. Mm. Carl Lawson, Cincinnati Bengals. Why? I, I feel like Carl Lawson is Everybody you just named, but without the media exposure and the uh dominant teammates to help them become better and get more exposure. I feel like Carl Lawson is probably just a tick below elite as far as pass rushing. And he's a dog. And I want I want him on our line. I feel like him opposite Jerry Hughes would be absolutely disgusting. I feel like he would bring an aggressiveness, aggressiveness. I feel like he would bring like a a dog. Mentality mm. to the line, you know, rough, you know, roughness, and right. that's what we need in the line. We we need that smash mouth, you know, that 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 dog pound football right there in the trenches. That's what we need. That's what we've been missing. So, uh, him, star, Ed, Jerry, come on, man, that would be yeah.
0: absolutely real. <laughs> I I like it. I like it.
1: Eli, I was gonna say Carl Lawson too, but my second guy, uh, Trey Hendrickson. I kind of like the way his um, career has kind of been projecting you know, He had 13 and a half sacks last season or something, uh, 25 tackles, which is pretty low, but he's an edge guy, so you know they're kind of gunning for the quarterback going into the backfield. Um, and one forced fumble. Um, and we wanted JJ Watt, obviously, that didn't happen. And I'm after I think about it, I think I was like just drunk on the fact that I wanted JJ Watt on my team, but now that I've sobered up and thought about it like it it just it just didn't make sense especially for how much money he signed for uh, um at at 30 whatever years old he just i don't think he's worth that money we'll see what next year with the cardinals but um trey hendrickson is my guy but carl lawson awesome pickup too uh that d-line you just said sounds like a um, absolute monster that'd be fun to watch
0: yeah I, I, I kind of I'm kind of hip to this a little bit as another option, Carlos Dunlap, because I, I know like I, yeah. I noticed a noticeable uptick in Seattle's defense once he got there. I oh, noticed very... it. I, I noticed that uptick. So Thomas Cook, I like your Ackerman, brother. I like I like this Carlos Dunlap. I, I, I really like that pick. I like I, we I the like... first
2: team he wreaked havoc on. When they yes. played us. That's how I that's how I crazy. know. <laughs> yeah, that, that,
0: yeah, that's how I know. I know rather well. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I really like Carlos Dunlap. We, we still don't got no Javedian clownies over here. No, I'm the I'm still hey Javadian, I'm still the only Javadian clowny guy over here. Just like no, I, I would not
2: mind one. it. I wouldn't mind it, but you know, is, as long as it's the right dollar sign, you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: I'm not mad at all. I'm not I'm not mad at all. If it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. Uh Sheldon Cole. All we need to do, all we need to do is to be able to rush four and let our secondary do what they do best. I, I most definitely agree. We just have to get the that right nucleus of four, right? That, mm-hmm. right, nu- that right nucleus of four is, is important. Kyler, Lawson definitely fits Buffalo's mentality. Great athlete, has a swagger and is overlooked because of the big names at the position. I like it. Mary, what's going on, Mary? Nice to see you. Uh, has Star said anything about playing this year? I haven't heard anything about Star. I would assume that he's playing. I, w- I would assume that he's playing. Um, I don't see any reason why why he wouldn't. But unless he says otherwise, I'm going to assume he's playing until he says otherwise. I want to um, I want to move on now, right? We've been taking comments. I want to want to digress from this situation. I want to move on to our last topic, and maybe we'll take some more comments before we get out of here. But um. Let me get this uh Richie Incognito thing out the way. But <clears throat> there are a lot of a lot of things going on in terms of the wide receiver room, right? Um, there are speculations about John Brown possibly being a cap casualty, right? Buffalo Bills could save eight million dollars in in cap space if they cut John Brown. Uh Isaiah McKenzie is a free agent. I think he wants to come back to Buffalo. I'm not sure how much the Buffalo Bills want him back. But he's a free agent nevertheless. And so is Andre Roberts. So my question is, <clears throat> how will the Bills retool the wide receiver group? Because if John Brown is a possible cap casualty, that would leave... Cole Beasley, Stephon Diggs, and Gabriel Davis as the top three receivers from last year. So, uh, Eli, give me a rundown on on what you think the Buffalo Bills should do with their with their wide receiving room. All right. Um, if they first of all, if they can
1: restructure or get Brown to sign a smaller deal, do it by all means. I think he adds a really good um, threat opposite um, Stefan Diggs. Um, so if they can restructure him or get a good, nice deal for him, do that. Um, if they can't, and I kind of think that he's probably not going to be in Buffalo next season, um, unfortunately. But, um, there's guys you can pick up in free agency this year. Two guys I've been looking at, um, Demarcus DeMarcus Robinson, two cheap Uh, guys. Demarcus uh Robinson, he's got the speed and he can cover what McKenzie and, um, Roberts have, so they've uh-huh. got that breakaway speed. He's a, he's a, a punt and kick return threat. Um, Damir Bird on the Patriots, who I think only uh-huh. only stunk in certain games because of his quarterback. I, mean, I, th- I think he Cam Newton just kind of made their their whole offense look bad, and if you put him in the right position, especially with an all-world threat like Stefan Diggs uh, and Cole Beasley in the slot, I think he could see a little bit of success. Uh, he had a little bit of f- fumbling issues last year, uh, from what I read when I was looking up into him. But um, I think those two guys are decent options for the cheap um, because I don't think we're going to sign anyone big in the wide receiver area. So that's my look into it.
0: Eli, Eli, Mr. All-Day Buffalo himself. I really like it. And before, Justice, before I let you go, I want to give my take on it, and then we're going to get your take based on, um, <clears throat> I guess, based off what he, me, myself, and what Eli said. Uh, I've been looking at, what's going on in terms of who the Buffalo Bills have been looking at at the draft, right? Uh, I seen earlier, we met with some guy a guy in from, uh, I believe from the Iowa Hawkeyes. I think he specializes as a kick returner and punt returner. Um, Speed guy. guy. Uh, The Buffalo Bills, we've been looking at uh, North Carolina's uh, Daz Newsom, right? Mm -hmm. Another return guy. So it looks to me Like the Buffalo Bills are making a concerted effort to find a a niche player, a special teams player, a kick returner and a punt returner. So since they're making that concerted effort to find that player, I don't see Andre Roberts and possibly Isaiah McKenzie coming back. Um, I think that we're going to replace Andre Roberts with the niche player we're going to find in the draft. Who's going to be that kick returner or punt returner? And I think we're going to go a a cheaper option, like Eli said, uh, in the receiving room. I think that uh, Isaiah McKenzie was was a nice piece, but there could be other guys that could be uh, cheaper or around the same price Isaiah McKenzie would cost and could probably offer more. And a guy that I really like is Chris Conley uh, out of Jacksonville. Chris Conley, he played. He started with the Kansas City Chiefs. He went yeah, to the Jacksonville yeah. Jaguars. Uh, 6'3", 200 pounds. He runs a a four three four four forty. He has a forty one inch vertical. We're talking about a, yes. a <laughs> we're talking about a, a, a specimen here that yeah. that just. That just lacks production, and I think he could be a cheap option and an a Isaiah McKenzie replacement, along with the the punt returner and kick returner redraft. And then we have like uh, guys like Jake Kumaro and Isaiah Hodgins and, and Tanda Gentry to 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 fight for the the sixth receiving spot. So I think that's how the Buffalo Bills are gonna gonna retool the the wide receiver room. Um, Justice, I want to get your thoughts on what myself and what Eli said.
2: Well, uh, I really, really want McKenzie back. I feel like he can be effective, you know, on the offense, and I kind of feel like he could do Robert's job on the special teams. Obviously, obviously Robert's is great on special teams, but I don't think he's necessarily special. Um, He's, you know, he he definitely has a field vision to return, but he doesn't necessarily have the speed all the time to do, you know, break away. Um, I feel like... John Brown, I don't necessarily want John Brown to be cut because I don't feel like Mm. we would be able to use the money that we're using to cut him to gain better value than what he would have brought to the team. So, um, but if you could get Chris Conley, (laughs) I'm sorry, Isaiah, but Chris Conley is, that boy is is special. Um, But I feel like, you know, has ability, definitely Uh, digs, Cole, JB, a second year at Gabe Davis, Isaiah McKenzie. And I feel like that's a nice little group there. Um, you know, I don't think they've given up on Duke. That's why he's still on the roster. Uh, Taylor Gentry played with with Josh at Wyoming. So maybe there's something there. They might be beer Kendall. Uh, Jay Kummerow came back after the Saints picked him up last year. So clearly they see something in him. Yep. Isaiah Hodgins, you know, uh, may do something special. Um and we were one of the most prolific offenses in the NFL. And I feel like if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Not to mention, John Brown was the number one receiver on a 10-win team. Our first 10-win team in 20 years. So I don't think – I think he, he belongs on the roster, honestly. I would love if he could re, re, uh, restructure
0: Can John Brown stay healthy is, is the question. I think – he had trouble staying healthy his entire career. He started yeah. off with the Arizona Cardinals. He looked like uh, he could have been a receiver of the future uh, for the Cardinals. I think he had a 1,000-yard season there, and then he yeah. got injured. After he got injured, I think he got injured again, and he just never fully he just never fully uh, recovered or, or grasped that role with the, Arizo- with the Arizona Cardinals. And that's why he got traded to the Baltimore Ravens, now to the Buffalo Bills. And my concern now is he's getting older. Uh, he's had injury history as a young receiver, so can he can he sustain uh, off off the injury list? Can he be durable enough? Because the number two wide receiver role is an important role. We've seen uh, uh, who the Tampa Bay Buccaneers had. They had Chris Godwin and Mike Evans as their their one and two, right? Uh, we've seen who Kansas City Chiefs had. Tyreek Hill. Uh, Sammy Watkins as their no, as their one-two. So it's important that we have uh, good receivers as our number ones and number twos so we can compete and keep up with these good offenses. So uh, I think it's, it's definitely going to be interesting. Uh, I want to take some comments before we get out of here. I'm going to take what I'm going to go through now is that I'm just going to shoot through the comment section whenever we get through our comments and we wrap this show up. Um, first comment. Bud Dupree or Carl, or Carl Lawson? Eli, Bud Dupree Carl Lawson, who would you take?
1: Uh, Carl Lawson, only because he's more uh, realistic, in my opinion. Uh, I don't think Bud Dupree's coming to Buffalo. He's a great player, but Carl Lawson, for sure.
0: Carl Lawson, I think they're both going to be pretty expensive players. They play a premium position. I think Bud Dupree is going to be a little bit more expensive than Carl Lawson. Justice, your thoughts?
2: Didn't Bud Dupree just get injured?
0: He's coming off of ACL, (laughs) yep. He's recovering. That's that tough. Too. That's scary.
2: Uh, I
0: yeah. I like it. I like it. Uh, Dave, keep Milano pass on Watt. Well, what passed on us. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, keeping Milano, let's talk about that. Uh, Justice, would you keep Matt Milano? What's your thoughts? You, you see the grays out there. There's, there's things that you see that Matt Milano's the best coverage linebacker, but we had a lot of trouble covering tight ends. So is that a misconception? Give me your thoughts on, on Matt Milano. Would you sign him? Would you re-sign him? And and what's your overall thoughts?
2: Um, well, first, I just want to acknowledge the why passing on us. I don't necessarily think so because I think he said he wanted to play for a winner. I just don't think Bean was trying to give him that type of money. So I think we probably pass on him ultimately yeah. <laughs> because if we paid him, we probably would have came here. But Okay, I like right, it. it. I, I, I'll move on to the uh, Milano part. Um uh, I've said this before. I, I really firmly stand by this opinion. And I, I feel like Leslie Frazier really puts people in a position that they need to be in to succeed. Leslie Frazier Sean McDermott, they're, you know, they put people where, where they need to succeed. And Matt Milano was really good at doing that in the system, but he wasn't like the greatest tackler in the world. Um, and, you know, I, I don't necessarily know where this like uh, stigma of him being like this top notch. Uh, coverage linebacker comes from because I've seen them get lost in coverage a couple times and we always get burned by tight ends. So I'm not necessarily sure, you know, maybe I'm just missing something and I could be wrong, but I'm just saying what I see with my eyes. Um, So um, I would love to have Matt Milano back, but I don't know if he, if he wants to play ball as far as being a team player and trying to actually achieve something rather than trying to cash out, you know, on on a good season that the team had during the most financially, you know, just um, inopportune time, uh, then, you know, I feel like he can walk. But if he's willing to play team ball, then I would love him to have him back.
0: Yeah, I like it. I like it, man. I like it a lot. And. A lot of teams, a lot of people, when they talk when when we in this time of the year, right? Free agency, we see teams spend a bunch of money, a bunch of money to be spent everywhere. And because of that, we assume, automatically assume that teams win the offseason, right? Uh, this guy, uh, this team, they have all this cap space. They spent all this money. They win the offseason. But we don't know who wins the offseason until we get into the season, right? So uh, the New York Jets, uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. They have the most money uh, this year: eighty-four million dollars, seventy-seven million dollars, respectively. Since two thousand eleven, you know who had who spent the most money since two thousand eleven on free agents? The Jacksonville Jaguars and the New York Jets. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah. spent. They they have the most money this year, and they spent the the most money since twenty eleven, and they're combined for one playoff appearance. Ain't that some shit? So uh, w- winning the offseason is, is, is uh, maximizing the return on your investment, in my opinion. That's, that's my definition of winning the offseason. It's not necessarily how much money you have and how much money you spend on players. So that's why I'm not concerned about how much money we have. It's not about what we have. It's about executing on what we have, right? It's not looking at the glass half empty. It's about looking at the glass half full. So next question. Uh, Lone Smith, does anybody think Epinesa can take a nice step forward and be a reliable defensive end next season? Justice, what you think?
2: Well, my man Izzy, uh, the last time we were on the podcast, told me something that I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know that Epinesa was apparently a beast his junior year at uh, Iowa. And then they had him balk up for whatever reason. Um, So, you know, the Bills are trying to get him back to his elite playing level uh, as far as weight. So, if, if I'm going based off of that information, then I, I would say that there's hope because I've definitely seen film of him being, you know, quite good. If the only problem is I haven't consistently really seen very much from him, so I'm kind of scared. Um, but I feel like it's possible.
0: Definitely possible. Definitely possible. Uh, Eli, your thoughts?
1: Uh, I think he could definitely be a good, like, rotational guy. Uh, I don't think he's going to be, like, starting the end, at least next year. Um, But Mm. if you can rotate him in with uh, Hughes, whoever we get at edge, um, I think he could be a a playmaker in that in that respect. But yeah, he's got great film in Iowa. He was really, really good there.
0: I like it. Sheldon Cole says a veteran CE is needed. Eli, do you agree that a veteran TE is needed? What kind of TE is needed? Do we just need to upgrade? It doesn't matter if we draft one, if we if we sign one, or it, do we have to have a veteran because we have Knox and we wanna we wanna have that developmental guy for Knox?
1: Yeah, uh, I would say an upgrade at tight end is needed. Uh, not 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 as much a a veteran as a, as much a veteran would be nice for Dawson Knox because I think that would help him a lot. It seems like Dawson Knox is just by himself and he doesn't have anyone to kind of like push him to that next level uh so bringing in someone that's got the 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 right um you know background and 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 history in the league maybe like a Kyle Rudolph or a Zach Ertz uh one of those guys could definitely groom Dawson Knox because he has the intangibles but I, I I've always wanted a guy like a Johnny Smith like what is a just a beast or a, a mm-hmm. Gerald Leverett, um mm-hmm. any, any of those guys like those super athletic tight ends um mm-hmm. And you you just watch Travis Kelsey and you think like yeah, I just wish he was on my team. You know he's such a, a force, but um a, a tight end upgrade is is what we need.
0: Just enjoy. yeah, most most definitely. G Long says uh, draft a speed guy like Jalen Darden in the fourth is all we need. And and he wakes up and he wants to make people miss. Small guy. I think he can work out his frame. We got Cole Beasley that can, that's going to man this slot for a couple of years, and I, I really like Jalen Darted. I think he's an explosive athlete in the fourth round, and I wouldn't be opposed to that at all. I wouldn't be opposed to that at all. James says draft Elijah Moore, wide receiver, Ole Miss. Wouldn't be opposed to him either. Curtis Samuel, I'm starting to warm up to to that idea, A. Rich, and this and so initially when free agency, uh, when we was talking about free agency a couple a month ago, I was heavy. On Curtis Samuel'm I'm, I'm a big Curtis Samuel fan I think that he's he was the free agency best kept secret but now that uh Chris Godwin is signed during his with his tag and now that we have certain players that signed their tags Curtis Godwin among others I think Curtis Samuel is going to be overvalued and overpaid so as much as I, I love him, I think he's going to be too rich for our blood. And I think a team like the Jacksonville Jaguars or the New York Jets is going to spend 10, 11, 12 million dollars annually for Curtis Samuels uh, services. But I like his talent. and I think his talent is exactly what we need in Buffalo. Uh, Mr. Wick, Deshaun, ja- Deshaun Jackson, Jim Ross, uh, John Ross, like any of those guys, uh, Justice, like any of those guys? No. John Ross, yeah, I mean, I would
2: take a flyer on John Ross because just because the speed alone. Uh, I'm not necessarily sure about Deshaun Jackson. I don't, I don't think Deshaun Jackson would bring very much to our team that we don't already uh, possess.
0: Right, John Ross, I would definitely take a flyer on him. I would really have to sit down and and evaluate if he's right. better if he's better than Isaiah McKenzie. Is John Ross better than Isaiah McKenzie? I'm not sure. I don't know either. Don't I'm so. not sure. So it, it, it's tough. Uh, if we need our Tyreek Hill, uh, oh, I, I wish, I wish we did. I wish we could have a, a, a Tyreek Hill. Uh, Louis, why can't McKenzie get more catches? He's got awesome speed, but my opinion, not being my opinion, not being utilized enough. Isaiah Kenzie not being utilized enough. I think Isaiah McKenzie. This would be Isaiah McKenzie's chance to thrive in Buffalo. This this situation right here, because. We have to think about, do we want to pay Isaiah McKenzie? And if we do want to pay Isaiah McKenzie, he have an opportunity to take over the kick return and punt return duties because I don't think Andre Roberts is coming back. So I think if we have a niche or we have a leeway for Isaiah McKenzie, I think that would be uh, the leeway and, and him returning a kick against Miami. I think Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott is really going to sit down and discuss uh, the importance of of uh, uh, Isaiah McKenzie. We'll definitely see. Uh, Mr. Wick, we have Tanner Hodgins and Kumaro. And I think those three guys will battle for the number six uh, receiving spot. Mike. Bills need versatility. Roberts unfortunately really doesn't have value outside of special teams. McKenzie has been great, but if he stays, he would need to take over as a special teams in addition to Gash and plays. And um I, is is Isaiah McKenzie capable of that? That's the question. Is he is is Isaiah McKenzie capable of giving us what he gave us in a limited role, in a more extended role? And that will be something that uh, Sean McDermott and, and Brandon Bean have to have to engage. Um one more comment. Chris likes Jerry Cook. Eli, you like Jerry Cook? Uh
1: nah, I'm too old in my
0: too opinion. Old. Yeah. I I think so. I, I agree. I agree. Chris Fowler says we need to see more out of Oliver. Justice. I think we're good at defensive tackle. Star Latoolet, Ed Oliver. Uh, Justin Zimmer, I really think Harrison Phillips is going to be better. Be better two years removed from that injury. Uh, what's your thoughts on Ed Oliver? Does he need to be better?
2: Well, yeah, of course he definitely needs to be better, but I don't think it's necessarily his fault. Um, you know, again, Izzy, you know, said in the last pod about you know how his 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 partner in crime not there. You know, Star Lili isn't there. He didn't play last season, so if he's to play this season, I feel like. You know, with him eating up more double teams, we'll get to see that, you know, Aaron Donald comp come out, uh, you know, what he was originally, you know, compared as being uh, the, ninth, the ninth pick in the draft. He was actually projected to be the first pick in the draft the year before the draft. So I think it, it'll, it'll come out.
0: I like it. I like it, man. I like it. Once again, man, A Rich, Akeem Richens, this is Built in Buffalo. You're in tune to the Buffalo Blueprint. I got my boy Justice with me, along with Eli Fox, Mr. All-Day Buffalo himself. Uh, Rye asks, what do you think of Cordero Patterson to fill the role of Roberts and McKenzie? I think he's too expensive. What do y'all think?
2: I don't think he's fast enough. <laughs>
0: mm. He used
1: to He used to be pretty electric, but um, I don't – yeah, I don't yeah. – too expensive.
0: Yeah, I think, you know what? I think Cordero Patterson can be a weapon. Um uh, Andre Roberts was second team all pro as a, as a kick returner. You know who was all pro first team? That guy right there, Cordero yeah. Patterson. And there, and the Chicago Bears utilize him out in the backfield some. And um, I think he he's a weapon. And being first team all pro, he's gonna use that to his agent to command, command some money in free agency. Sure. So yeah. so because of that, I think he's gonna be too rich for our blood. Um uh any more comments, Don't look like we got any more comments, man. don't, lo- don't look like we got any more. I enjoyed this uh, this broadcast. This was fun. I think we had a lot of interesting comments and a lot of interesting topics. I think that it was necessary to kind of bring the the number two quarterback position to light a little bit because I think it's being overlooked and I think that it possibly could be addressed uh i i I think that um we did uh, a lot of good things tonight man um is there anything else that y'all want to say before we get out of here i start with eli first anything you want to say before we get out of here when does your podcast air when does your podcast come on uh yeah uh
1: episode two is dropping thursday and every thursday i'm dropping new episodes so um look out for that it's called the all day buffalo podcast and it's streaming on all platforms
0: nice nice justice wind chill factor when can we be expecting that.
2: Oh, uh, actually we just dropped the first episode Monday.
0: Uh mm-hmm. so go ahead and
2: check that out. It's called The Allegory of Josh Allen. Um, so uh it, you know the first the first episode and then you know second episode we're dropping every um every Monday. So yeah, definitely check out the Wind Chill Factor podcast. And I gave you a shout out, Rich. I don't know if you heard it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I heard it. I, yo, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that, man. Uh, yo, man, and excellent stuff, man. Excellent stuff. We're gonna do our best. To remain consistently consistent and giving everybody the most up-to-date news and content uh, of the Buffalo Bills, we're going to do our job to to stay to stay informative and, and educate ourselves so we can bring the best broadcast and the best knowledge uh, to the Buffalo Bills fans. Because uh, outside media outlets, they don't know the Buffalo Bills like we know Buffalo Bills, right? They're paying too much attention to everything else they have to pay attention to, and us Buffalo Bills fans, us guys that make Buffalo Bills content. We are in tune each and every day, 24 hours, 365 days a year. We appreciate the feedback. Once again, Dave Myers, get well soon, bro, and we hope to get him back for Bills Allergy, but if not, we're going to have a plethora of different guests on and it's going to be some more fun times here at Built in Buffalo. Once again, A Rich, Akeem Richens, my boy Eli, my boy Justice. Until next time.